What a very good morning, everyone. Good morning, Hills, who's good in, morning, Patty. in my hometown for the Bulls Masters Bundy Extravaganza. Yes, golf it is today? a bit of an extravaganza. Yes, we've got a big golf day to to be part of today, a full field um, out at the Coral Coast Golf Course, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll be raising good money for the local sport and uh, with some great contributors uh, who always support things in Bundaberg. So so that's good. Um, and all our troops get here. I'm, I'm sitting in my apartment here, Paddy, overlooking the sea and uh, waiting for my roommate to turn up. Yes, he's Cameron on the Smith. way up. Well, yeah, he's driving up here today, so he'll be probably turning up just as the show finishes. And, uh, yeah, so we've... We've assembled quite a good team to get around the town and look at some school visits and hospital visits and a clinic or two mm. and a game on Saturday night. I wonder if he's listening to us in the car this morning as he heads up from the coast. Well, he should be, shouldn't he? Mm. He'll probably be texting in soon. Well, he'll so, be with uh, us next week, Hills. Yes. Starts yeah, on the show back, next week. Yep. He's back next mm-hmm. week. Right, yep, starting we'll in the rugby up. league season. I tell you what, we haven't got a lot, a lot of time to chat today. We've got a huge show. We're going to talk plenty of rugby league, Jesse Arthur's. Who's on the cusp, isn't he? He's in that cauldron there, that uh, the back five for the Broncos, uh, but he's quite happily to, to, to quite happy to sit in that spot and put pressure on uh, the likes of the, the Cobos and the Farnworths and the Stags and the Oats of mm-hmm. the world. He wants to be in that conversation. We've got a Bundy boy, fitting while you're up there. Cohen Hess is going to join us from the Cowboys. Yes, yeah, and that that Cowboys side to me, I, we just can't find one issue that's floating around that club at the moment, can we? No, they all seem they, happy. They Ready seem to go. very happy. They're very content with contracts and the, and that um, you know the need to be in a squad rather than in the top thirteen. They they seem happy with everything. So see if we can break him down. Yep. <laughs> We've got the I reckon, he, I reckon he's just so cherry ripe, ready to go because he's still only 26 and he's played 150 games and mm. uh, origin selections and, he, you know, he's ready to be a massive part of a, a Cowboys premiership run. Yeah, and uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's an imposing presence on the football field, isn't he? So is this man, raw great Robbie Cruz. He's back to where it all began. And I know there's been a bit of upheaval in the Raw camp in the last couple Ooh. of weeks, but uh, they, they want big things from Robbie to finish the season off. That'll be great. Uh, speaking of legends, what about Timmy Horan? He's going to join us as well. We'll have yes. a bit of chat about uh, what's happening Wallabies, but, of course, Super Rugby's about to start this weekend. Red's up in Townsville, and uh, they're up against the Canes. So we don't have, as we know, we mentioned the other day, we don't have a great record against the Canes. I think we've won one out of the last 12. But Timmy Horan will t- find us a way to believe today, I'm certain. Yeah, well, you don't you don't set out to just beat the Canes because they, you haven't beaten them in twelve. You just got to set out to play well, mm. and you look back and they go, "Oh, geez, well, they haven't beaten us in five years now." Mm. So that's what they've got to get back to. I, I remember we turned a, a seventeen-year hoodoo round at the Wacker, Queensland beating Western Australia, and we didn't even know it was such a thing. We just won one, and we we win a lot more now. So play better. And we've got jockey Ben Thompson, who's one of our. He, he would be our best jockey, wouldn't he? Him and Jimmy Orman. Yeah. Jimmy moment. Burns never far away, is he? No, no. But rides in more limited ride races. But, but yeah, so Ben Thompson with us. That's good, eh? We've got Queensland horses all over the country this weekend. Yes. Cannot wait. But yeah. he's riding on Common James and the Oakley Plate and on Common James is a real big threat. Hey, what about the what about this test team of ours? Now Ashton Agar's headed home. What team? 
How many we got now? <laughs> we don't know, do we? Well, is there 17 now or 19 or 21? Hazelwood's uh, yeah, home. I, I think it's a good move to send Ashton home. So you've gently, you, the selectors have leapfrogged him twice, so he might as well be home playing for WA. Yeah. You know, who now got games on, so get get back and play a few. Get your teeth into some cricket. And I, I think he's been uh, an underachiever with the bat, Ashton Agar. Mm. So he should be really pushing up the order as, as whenever an opportunity arises or staying not out when he's a tail-ender. Yeah. So, you know, really work on your batting because you've seen what Jadeja, Ravi Ashwin and pa- um, Akshar Patel have to do mm. when you play that top level. Make your batting count. Well, the selector on duty, Tony, Tony Dottomate, is over there and he confirmed such last night. The other movements uh, for going home is Ashenago. Ashenago went home last night as well. Uh, and a bit of the context around that, really with the, the structure of the squad now, with their players coming back online as well, Cameron Green, Mitchell Stark coming back, it gives us an opportunity for different options of team structure. We'll also, with uh, with Mitchell Swepson coming back as well, they'll, they'll, they'll essentially give us five spinners in the squad for the remaining two tests, which is which is probably too many. Yeah, he's going back for the ODIs, um, but I, I agree with you. Bring him home and let him play cricket back here rather than sit on the pine and run and drinks just, out for the players. Just be very careful if, if you're not going to pick him in the ODIs because remember, Skuniman got picked for the ODIs in Sri Lanka. Mm. Did, I'll, I'll check it up. Did they both play or was Cooney instead of Ashton Agar? So if you're not going to... You don't have to take him back to India. You've got Cooney over there. You've got Swepo over there. They might do the job in the one day. Yeah. So uh, keep Ashton at home playing Shield cricket and playing the Shield final. So, yeah, don't waste him. Righto. Well, one of the selectors in captivity last night, the media had plenty to ask. And uh, Tony Dottomade was asked about whether there was a pecking order with the spinners. We felt that uh, that there were that there were better alternatives in the first test being Todd when we decided to go with the two and two uh, structure of um, of quicks and spin and then for, for the three spin in the second test we just felt that Matt's uh, style would be better suited. Ash gets the opportunity to, to, to go home to, to shift the focus, play a couple of, of really highly competitive matches, and and be the, have the best possible preparation for the one day series. Okay, so that's their thinking. He was also naturally asked about uh, David Warner, and uh, there's got to be a question mark hanging over him. We're worried about what we can get out of this remaining this remaining two tests. Obviously, that's a clear focus for us uh, at the moment. So we'll we'll address the Ashes planning uh, as and when. Uh, but but we'll, we'll you know, we're committed to picking the best fit and available players uh, for for Test series, particularly something as big as the Ashes. Need sidestep. Yeah, well, it's sort of. He's he sort of slow to get up and play the ball there, wasn't he? Um, I, I reckon, <laughs> what about the one-dayers of India? That's that's what he's got to be. You know, the two tests, they're, they're sort of going to pick themselves because who's available? And then, you know, is Warner coming back for the one-dayers? That's, that's the interesting thing. I think he's just got to. He's got to get those feet going and enjoy white ball um, cricket in India, which traditionally has been a very good place to play white ball cricket. But are they going to put out turning decks for those one-dayers? That'll be the interesting thing. Mm. Generally, it's their flat and very consistent wickets that you can stand and deliver on. But uh, maybe it'll be different in uh, in international t- uh, 50-over games. Because he's now, already they? listening. T20? Yeah, one-day internationals, aren't they? Yeah. 
So, yeah, it might be different for one day. 380 I think. Uh, Brighton Homes open line, 13, 13, 55. There's lots to talk about. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. The text line, Cousy's already been on the text line this morning, 0467 736 736. And I mentioned that we had a, a, a very tough record against the Hurricanes in uh, the Super Rugby. He said, well, it can be done, Paddy. Uh, just you remember Queensland beating the mighty All Blacks, 9-3 at Ballymore in 1980. Um, I was working then, Cuz, yes, you're right, but I, I don't remember it, uh, no, to tell you the truth, but I should. Uh, well, I was still in Biloela then, so I, I didn't. I don't think I remember that either, but definitely can be done. We, we've just got to play a much more mature adult game and stop giving away penalties and cracking when, mm. you know, when we don't need to. We, we open up too often at the wrong times. Come on, Queensland. Jesse Arthurs, as I said, from the Bronx on the show. They've got their launch uh, late this afternoon, about, about 6.30 tonight out at Portside. So that'll be a, a big affair. As we know, the uh, the Dolphins have been doing their stuff. They had their launch and they had a big function at City Hall yesterday. Uh, but, of course, with the, with the Bronx. What do you mean? What did you say, the Titans? No, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, uh, they had, Titans had their season launch last night. Yes. Where was that, at Star? Uh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, eh? But uh, the the news, obviously, out of the Bronx was that uh, Corey Pake's uh, re-signing, and he, he spoke about that as well. It's amazing. I, I love this place. Um, obviously, first contract here as a young fellow when I was 15 years old, and um, I've said to myself, there's no place I'd rather be than, than here. It's a, it's a great place to develop yourself as a footy player and as a person, and um, you know, I'm glad I've got it done now before the season starts, and I can just you know really focus on ripping in and starting the season well. And... Uh, uh, there was also a, a Bunnies fan there yesterday, Hills. There was. Yeah, he was. And he didn't have his gloves on. No, no, no. Tim Zhu, uh, who, of course, is on the promo trail in the middle of training uh, for this March 12 bout in Sydney against the American Tony Harrison, who's got uh, a pretty good record and a big mouth. He's been, uh, he's, <laughs> he's been giving it to Zhu right the way through. He said he's stupid for taking this fight on. Of course, we knew uh, that Tim was waiting to fight Jamel Charlo. Uh, for the, the, the all the titles, but Charlo has broken his hand. So th- he's picked up this fight, and, and they say that Zhu handpicked Harrison. Now, Harrison's the only bloke that's ever beaten Charlo. Was a while ago, mind you. He, and but, he's ranked number three now, I see. Mm, so so Zhu, Zhu's been on the promo trail. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, last week, actually, we, we hopped into, into Melbourne, and that was the one team that I absolutely hate. <laughs> you know, absolutely hate. Came out of it and I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to become a Melbourne fan now. So it's, it's all changing, but you know what? It's, it's good to be here just to, to see a few of the players and um, just to talk about little things. And it's a nice little facility as well. Yeah. Well, you spent a lot of time talking to Adam Reynolds, the ex-Bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a Melbourne's fan is. <laughs> I thought he went to Collingwood, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. I think he got mixed up. He might have spent some time with Melbourne. Uh, there, there's a bit of um, conjecture at the moment. Eh? Collingwood's long-term deal that they signed with the MCG is starting to annoy Richmond and Melbourne and Hawthorne. They're getting a little bit of preferential treatment, uh, even though there's four tenants in there. So that, that'll that play out. I suppose you have a big blow-up blow, blow up, and then in three to five years' time, things change. Mm. Hey, the other one, the other big thing happening yesterday, Hills, of course, was the supercars testing. And the rumours, rumours, rumours about uh, the Chevy Camaros. And the, there was a great headline the Courier today. You obviously haven't seen it just yet, but it, it looks like the supercars could be a, a Chevy chase. 
I like that. They, they're saying that they're you know, up to 0.8 of a second faster than the Why? Mustangs. Well, they've done so much testing on these new Gen 3 cars, but um, Andre Heimgartner topped the timesheets. Obviously, he's in a – and it was a bit tricky. There was rain around, so they didn't get a proper crack at it. But uh, he's obviously in a, in a Camaro, and he topped the timesheets yesterday. Here's his take on what was a, a critical day of testing for the, uh, the new cars, the new Gen 3 cars. Kind of good in some ways that we had mixed conditions first time in the wet with these cars and um, then a bit of dry running later on. So, yeah, we'll learn a lot. Um, this track's obviously very different to where we tested at Winton and I think a bit different for the QR guys as well. So to get some different corners, you know, turn one, very high speed, feeling how the car feels there. So, um, you know, surprisingly they're actually, you know, handling very well, even on, you know, high speed corners, which is a little bit surprising because they have a lot less uh, downforce. So the QR guys, obviously Queensland Raceway, and that's where DJR, that's where Dick Johnson, and that's where Red Bull test. So that's their test case. So it's a, it's a little different for all. But, look, quite frankly, the, the Chevys were, you know, dominant yesterday. And, they, you know, they're going to try and fix it, I suppose. They, they want parity by the time they get to the grid in Newcastle in a couple of weeks' time. So I don't know how they're going to do it, but uh, there will be greater minds than mine working on the supercars over, over the next fortnight. Over how much distance? 0.8 of a second. Well, you, well, well let's just say it's, it's, yeah, yeah, a lap. So let's yeah. just say it's, you know, rounded out to a second. Yes. The, the, and, you know, a 40-lap race. That's mm. a lot of difference, isn't it? It's a lot. At the pace yes. those things go. So, I'm yeah, it's, they've got to try and sort too. it out. Yeah. Uh, look, we've got a pack show, as I said today. I hope you stay with us. There's lots of really interesting people to chat to.